Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Are you ready? Are you wheeling? Are, Are you, you Jables? Oh, boy. Ooh. That was loud. Loud and, uh, and not great. Uh, I, I, I feel like I was on pitch. You definitely were. You there were. There was something in oh, that boy. throat. You were awful. Don't. I mean, really. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, not uh, recording quality whatsoever. Yeah, like I sound weird to myself. Blue, 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 You get a huge, bloop, bloop, huge... Bloop. What's uh, new? I know you got a huge What's goblet new? of wine. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is like is it bigger Napa than Valley <laughs> inside your fucking jar? Um, oh, coming for me, huh? No, it's, it seems like it's bigger than normal. Me. Seems like it's bigger than it normal. It might be. What happened today? What, what happened that caused you to have that today? <laughs> what happened in life in the world? Yeah, I don't know. It just. Who doesn't want a big goblet of wine yeah. at the end of the day? Was it Shia? It's... Was it Shia LaBeouf that, that did this to you? What do you do? He got arrested again. 
Um, oh, honey. Oh. Honey pie. Sugar bear. Sugar bear. Shia. She went on a... I mean, it was close to like a Mel Gibson-ish rant in the back of this police car. It got it got released today. He got arrested in Georgia. My ah. hometown, my home. What was he doing? Oh, he was in Savannah. I actually know he uh, was filming with Yellow Wolf. Shut the fuck no, up. No, I'm serious. What did he do? Really? Yeah. Me, I love Yellow Wolf. Yeah. I didn't he, know that. Yeah, he called me. He was all, oh, he's all, what up, Jess? Yeah. He's all, what up, Jess? I'm just filming um, with John Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shia LaBeouf. And I was all, what, dude? You made it. He's all, yeah, we made it. Yeah, and I was yeah, all, oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's roll. Oh. Don't make me go pop the drum on oh, you. you. Um, I didn't know he was filming there. Uh, I figured it was something, obviously, because everything is shooting in Georgia now, which is great. Now I want to hear the full story. Boy, so he was so fucked up. Um, and they're, they've released the tapes of all of this. Okay. There's a, there's a photo, too. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to you real quick. Yeah. He looks like fucking Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. The Shining towards this police officer. The police officer is just dying laughing. I mean, but the fucking conversation in the back of the police cruiser he's having with this officer so fucked um like i can't believe you would arrest one of your own kind um because he's white Ooh, so it's a white on white crime easy buddy um, yeah, yeah yeah and then he was like man i'm gonna get Fella? You, know, you know how many fucking millionaire lawyers i have um so I mean it, oh, it boy. Yeah. It it's uh he went down the whole fucking rabbit trail like calling him a bitch, calling his profession a bitch, uh oh, calling dang. like what his kid like his kids a bitch. He like, was hanging out with Yella too much. Must dude. have been it, he it, you know what's funny you been. say this now? Like yeah. now that you've said this, when you watch this, it almost seems like a rapper screaming at not like Shia LaBeouf. It seems right. like a rapper screaming at this police officer. Not to say that Yellow would ever do that. He's just like a hardcore, real dude that's like been through some shit. What shit has Yellow Wolf been through, by the way? I don't know much I about mean, his life. I mean, he's definitely from like the slums of Alabama. Of Alabama. Okay. Like, you know, like white, the white ghetto, but yeah, like white, real. White trash, super white trash. Yeah, yeah. White yeah. trash, white ghetto. You know, white dude in the fucking black. You was know. he a white, white guy in the black neighborhood? Yeah. Is that that yeah, type yeah, of sitch? Yeah, yeah. So that was just like, I feel like that was his real life. But now he feels to be more like, you know, he's sobered. He's like, you know. Sure. Doing his thing, like whatever. But I feel like if Shia hung out with him a little bit, he would just like completely take that on. Transform into, Com- into Yellow Wolf. Totally. Because Yellow Wolf's just so cool. Shia completely wants to be him. Right. Well, look, we don't we all just want don't to be Yellow all, Wolf? Don't we at all? The, at, the, at the heart of it? So true, dude. At the heart of so it all? So true. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, like, if you watch this, I mean, this has been going around, like, it obviously got overshadowed by the, uh, luckily, like, he <sighs> yeah. owes he owes McGregor and, and uh, Mayweather a big, dude, hearty ev- fruit basket. Every um, celebrity should have gone out and done some fucking weird shit last night because it's that always the gonna be that was gonna be that the, day. Been the day um because it jesus man uh that's i mean we talked about it on the last show about me watching just the trailer and i was like ah i mean we, we even went back and forth of like man i got sucked into this shit forget it now i am after this first press conference of of mayweather mcgregor i'm all in my whole fucking body's in now um <laughs> right. you're boy sl- you're slowly becoming like bo- more like even it was more than I dreamed of, and sure. god damn it, I, I like <laughs> when you're a little girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's my my whole fucking shit. Um, right, it's what every people, little girl dreams of. People who see my interviews, like that, literally, that that's all I think about is like, oh, well, fuck. If I was a goddamn MMA fighter, that's exactly what I I would have done today. Right, treat like a whole goddamn circus. Um, right, it was, it was like I wept. I had one single tear. I was like, oh, I was on a treadmill watching it. I was like, God damn it, man. Um, Fuck. Crying Uh, on the treadmill. So good. Been there. Look, we 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 have a monster show tonight. So we're going to get to the sponsors and then get into this. Because there's some crazy shit going down um, all the way around. It's been dead for a couple days. Um, And I'm tired of hearing about the fucking Russia thing. Luckily, 
back burner now. Like, I don't, uh, we're, we're done with that. Yeah. Um, so we got some cool shit tonight to talk about. Um, first up, sponsor-wise, we, we got a little uh, a straightrazors.com. Um, boy, a lot of people a- ax me. They A-X-E me. Sure. Um, hey, how the fuck do you keep your, your skin so shiny smooth, so baby fresh? Do they? Everybody's like, yeah. Jesus, yeah. you look like the baby face fucking killer. And Cor- I'm like, of course. I know. Straightrazors.com. Um, straightrazors.com is the best in the biz when it comes to aftershave, cologne, shaving products. Uh, their fucking dop kits are the jam. Uh, huge, huge fan of straightrazors.com. Use their shit every day. Their fucking cologne, uh, their smolder cologne and aftershave, by the way, is my end all be all. Um, and there, a lot of people say, Hey man, I'm not sure about using a straight razor. They have the new safety straight razors now. So it's fucking easy. Um, you can just use that shit. And, uh, literally you get, it's the greatest shave of all time. I'm not going to lie. It takes one or two tries to get YouTube. Once you get used to it, shit. Um, it's knocked off like a, like a a day and a half, two days off a shave in a week. Yeah. Does it make you feel more manly a little bit? No, I mean, I've already, I've, uh, like, obviously, I've always you felt peaked. like a real goddamn man. Yeah, um, like, you're at the peak of manliness, uh, uh, so you can't ever yeah. feel more manly. But I, when I would imagine. Up, now you're just I would imagine shaving. I, I'm a woman, so I don't know. But I imagine shaving with a straight razor would be kind of like a, I don't know. It's like a hardcore fucking yeah. thing, right? It's not, it's not sweet. It's fucking awesome. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Get yourself some razors in a kit. Um, like we talked about in the last show, Amber Rose isn't using them, but maybe she should. No, maybe she should. Uh, use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Cannot say enough fine things about StraightRazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Next up, Jables. Um, we got a lot of requests for you to do this next one. What? StrikeForceEnergy.com. No. Show, 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 show. Yeah. But what was your do the do the the, the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch. Yeah, people love with that. Em- people love that. With the uh, the best energy of all time, and um, just kind of urging you guys because we all like to be on the ground level, right? Yeah, we yeah. all like to be a part of something before Oprah puts it on her favorite things list, right? Yeah. You get Strike Force. You get Strike Force. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, let's be the ones that were like, dude, we've been drinking Strike Force since day motherfucking since day one. one. Since day now these fucking one. hipsters are all up in our strike force, dude. Yeah. So let people know, okay? Yeah. Let people know that strike force energy is the best. Let them know you were first. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. Literally, it's liquid. It goes in every, every single liquid you have. Grape uh, is back, you guys. Yes. Grapes make, make back America in stock. grape again. Yeah. Um, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Again, that's strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. And they have a fucking subscription. Yeah. And you need that. Don't be fucking dumb and not get that. Yeah, dude. You need a fucking subscription. If you run out of Strike Force, it's like running out of gas past age 30. Yeah. It's like, you're fucking dumb. You're a fucking loser. You're a fucking loser because there are ways to prevent that. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Subscription, you fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Strikeforceenergy.com. You you went real fast. I am really sorry about Uh, that. Revolution for 20% off. Last but not least, we have at night she cries while he rides his steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. Jables. Oh, beautiful. Getting better and better. You are beautiful. In every single way. Oh, boy. Uh, A lot of people were pissed, by the way. Um, about? about a night she cries. They said they went to the Amazon fucking uh, Prime Day sale. Oh. And they were like, I was hoping to get a, a discount on your book. And I said, look. No uh, dice. No dice. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I gave it to you for free. Jeff Bezos <laughs> was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you like any more off this piece of magic. Right. I'm, I'm on Amazon right now. It's 1548 for the hardcover. Get the fucking hardcover. That is fucking not bad. It's almost you guys. like stealing it. It's almost like stealing it. Definitely. It'll go back up too. It, look, if you if you want the funniest book ever written, um, by the Messiah, uh, the man with the golden dick, um, that we're talking about Ross, Master Antonio Patterson. Um, 
Go to Amazon. We're, we're, you know what? We're going to say go to Amazon.com because everybody said it's, it's sold out in a bunch of bookstores. So I'm not even going to risk it. Just go to fucking Amazon.com. Just go to Amazon. That shit will be at your house in two days. At night she cries while he rides his steed. If you like blazing saddles and airplane and like a bunch of fucked up shit. And not being a loser. Yeah. Not being a fucking baby. Man, I'm being um, really aggressive on these uh, I like sponsors, it, huh? Because you watch, you watch the, the, the Mayweather thing. It's true. I feel just, like that's fu- how you, you can feel just. You feel like you're in it. I, well, I just feel like that's how you can be in life, right? Like, isn't that just like normal? Oh, I wish it was. Yeah, I, I really, really do. wish it was. Um, I know you do. You I, were just there's so many people I hate that it's just like, man, I, I just, I wish you could. I, yeah. I, I wish you could talk to people like that. Um, on the flip side, though, I, yes. I enjoy being nice to people. I feel feel better about my myself and my life when when I'm nice to people and there's nice people around me. Fortunately, there's just a lot of dipshits in the world. Yeah, it's true. So when you're driving around, it's true. Like somebody pisses you off, right. uh, you know, the words start flying. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you know, you start talking about rape with another man, and uh, Ooh. You know, that happens. E, e, e. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. E. Whoa. So um, now, listen, what was the first thing I said when you brought up this little, the Conor McGregor? I was like, they're really hamming it up. I, they're really going for it. Now, how do you feel about that statement? Uh, that no, they're not, that this is real life. I, I think two things. I okay. think two things are going on. Like, as I watched that press conference, each of them got angrier and angrier as it went along. And it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, man, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Right. you know? And then it turns serious right. and you're just like, oh, you shit. You went below the belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Connor's mic was cut. Um, and they said, when Floyd was speaking, and uh-huh. they said it was cut because I, I guess this is a rumor, by the way. I don't know. I can't confirm this, but they said that they were. He was about to say, "The only person you've knocked out in the last twenty years were the women you've dated." So whether or not, but that, how that, did they not, know that? Uh, I don't know. But, but, but I will that. say this: your your boy. Brendan Schaub uh, did do the pregame thing for this. I yeah, saw it. Yeah. Um, and uh, star of Range 15. He was in, you know, put him in Range mm-hmm. 15. Um, cool, dude. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the pre thing for it, and they were talking about. Yeah, for Showtime. Yeah. For Showtime, about the trash talking that was going to take place back and forth. Both of them said it wasn't going to get this aggressive, and it did. Um, Brendan said it wasn't? No. It was like, it'll be, you know, a show, but not like super. And it, fuck, it it, it got personal. Yeah. It got and personal. I think Brendan is Team McGregor, obviously, but like, well, that he's going to win. So here's what they did on it. Um, they put an MMA guy, and then they put a, uh, that, yes. that Pauly Maggiano guy mm-hmm. uh, from boxing. Yeah. So that way you have both, you know, aspects of it, but... Uh, uh, it was fun. The whole thing was fucking fun. But yeah, after watching shit like that, you're like, "Fuck this, dude! Fuck you and fuck you!" You start like, you get into it. Yeah. Plus, like, you know, I'd already had a fucking day already um, myself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can tell the audience. I don't give a shit about talking about this, but um, uh, we're we're trying to get a new house. Oh yes. And uh, you know, going through that loan process, mm-hmm. which is always a nightmare. Um. Because you sit there and you have these conversations with people um, for an hour and a half and you talk about your fucking hopes and dreams and all that bullshit. Right. And you know that it's just going to, to turn out like, you know, like shit later. And you're, you're just like, uh, um, yeah, it's it's like anything like that. Right. Like the first meeting is like, hey, man. Yeah. And we it, can. And, if, and for the audience at home, like, I, like I'll, I'll be totally straight with you because of what I do for a living. I, I've never gotten a traditional mortgage um, simply for the fact of being an actor, being a writer, being a fucking director and producer. Yeah. They all want to know in particular movies. And a business so when it, owner. Yeah. yeah. So when, when you start off just as an actor, mm-hmm. you start off doing movies and, you know, I remember, fuck, you know, way back in the day after like my first maybe 10, 10 or 12 movies or whatever, you, should, you know, buying your first house in LA, uh, they, they want to know, well, great. What's your next movie going to be? Mm-hmm. I don't and know. And when? And when? what's your steady and how much? income? Yeah. And what? What's the box office going to be? Mm-hmm. And, and all the shit. And you're like, I, fuck. If I knew that, motherfucker, I mean, I, I'd, be, I'd be running a studio. Yeah. Um. But you don't know. You don't know about anything in entertainment mm-hmm. in this life. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. Look. Same with podcasts and all that other shit. Like. Yeah. You know, we make money off sponsors and 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 everything else. But it's like, 
you, you know, you don't know how big your audience is going to be in six months or a year or whatever. Like, you know, uh, this show is fucking blown up. But like, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I couldn't have predicted that when we started this, you know, four months ago, whatever. Like, yeah, I fucking know that. Um, so and it really is hard these for are the anyone. Questions. Yeah, anyone in the entertainment even Johnny industry. Johnny Depp, like before, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, totally. And uh, so you're going to have to buy this cash, buddy, because we don't know what everything next... essentially you have to you do is in cash. So you sit there <laughs> and like, you know, I, again, and this is the fucking Conor McGregor in me when I was watching the thing. I was like, fucking A. Um, I, like he they like the guy had gone through all my shit. Saw me on the internet, what was IMDb, all that other stuff, and was okay. just like, this is amazing. You should come and speak at this fucking entrepreneur's thing, you know, like, you're a director, and you have these books, and this movies, and your own company, and all this, like, you'd be amazing, and I was like, right. you know what, I'd love to, are you gonna give me this yeah. loan? I mean, literally, that was my question, yeah. and he goes, uh, I mean, I get, I get invited to, like, a brunch, like, right oh, off boy. the, oh, yeah, yeah, the whole thing, and I was like, oh, am I gonna get this loan? And it was just like, well, you know, we're going to go through all the numbers. And I was like, great. Then I was like, well, we should probably hold off on that brunch because the last thing you want. And I was honest with him. I was like, if I don't get this loan and I go to that brunch, you don't want to know. I can fucking flat out promise you, you don't want daddy on stage <laughs> to tell him what fucking real entrepreneurs are like. Um <laughs> Because, because what it really is like, yeah. Don't try and get a house. It, well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If 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 you are like a true entrepreneur out there trying to start your own company, trying to start your all of your own shit, you're renting. Which, yeah, yeah, you're renting. Or I mean, look, we own our shit now. Yeah, yeah. But, but like you know, fuck. we own it. Yeah, but we own it. We would we'd pay for it in cash our our house now, and it was just like, hey man. It'd be nice to uh, to have a traditional mortgage. Keep a little more cash on hand. Keep a little more liquid. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I said it to him and he was shocked. Like he was just, he was very surprised. And I was like, Hey man, you have a shocked look on your face. Right. Um, what do you think? You're not going to give me the loan and I'm going to come to speak well, at your fucking two things. You, one, you should probably go and check out my interviews on YouTube. Just right. of anything. Um, just check out the last two months. Sure. See how you feel about life. Right. Um, then ask me again. Then ask me if I want to yeah. be if you want me to come on stage after not getting a loan, uh, the, the other, uh, you should probably go back and listen to some of the podcast. Um, cause when things don't really go my way, names um, are named, names are names. Uh, numbers are out there. <laughs> we're going, we're going full bone. We're um, going, uh, we're putting every last inch in, we're going you know, CNN we're not, we're style. not just, we're not just teasing the rim. We're putting right. every last inch in. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was like, "Why don't you run your numbers and then you fucking call me and then we can and then we, we can, can chat talk about that. about a brunch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I if like, I get the loan, I will absolutely I come to your fucking brunch. Not only will I come to the brunch, I will speak like fucking Martin Luther King mm-hmm. and on, on your behalf, Selma. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And because I was like, you know, I just want to give you a heads up. Like, I have a pretty popular show. And if if the, if this turns bad, like there's a Did good. Did you tell him that? Uh, I, I, oh, I, I was I was a hundred percent. Here's the thing though, but I was a hundred percent honest. I was just like, look, because that you know under income and all of that stuff, like that was one of the things. And he was like, oh right. shit, how many listeners do you have? And I was like, I have this many. And he was right. like, oh fuck. Oh, and I go fuck. and I, and I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, I mean, like, look, man, I I don't. I was like, I, I should probably pre warn you here, like, right. um, you know, if this turns bad. Uh, it's probably going to turn bad for you too. So, um, you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing I can really do about that. And he was like, he, you know, he kind of laughed it off, but he was like, you know, at the end of it, he goes, no, no bullshit. This was the final line today. He goes, you know what, man? Like all you, all this stuff you do is so impressive. He's like, you were like, you were truly living the American dream. And I was like, am I? Cause we're, we're we're about to find out. Yeah. About to find out. Yeah. Um. So that you know that went down. The, then the like you know uh, I worked the rest of the day. Then the McGregor thing okay. came on. I was like, so oh it really yeah. hit you. It really hit you oh, in the right boy. spot. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was. And cool. as as it probably hits everyone. Yes. In the right. And spot. And that's exactly what I was thinking was when I was watching that thing last night, the McGregor press conference and all that shit. I was like, God damn it, man. I, I bet you there's fucking. That's what all the hype is. All the excitement. At everything that everybody's amped about, 
they're probably going through the same shit at home and they're just like, man, fuck. I wish I could stand on stage, wear a suit that's made out of pinstriped fuck yous. And that, by the way, that's real. I love that. So great that he did that, McGregor. And, um, and just tell the entire world, fuck off. And it was amazing. Like, I think that's what everybody wishes they could do. Um, it's true. Every so, man that's like Mayweather, the big, the big uh, fucking money Mayweather comes yeah, at you. Boy. Yeah, you just yeah. want to be like, fuck you. Exactly. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of metaphors. In there. Yeah. You look at Mayweather <laughs> and it's like, you know, the, the taxes thing came out this morning of he has twenty two point two million in back taxes. Uh, and, and then McGregor's press conference last night. He was on welfare five years ago and has no issues talking about that whatsoever. And you're like, ah, shit. You're seeing like, I mean, just totally oh. two different people. And you're like, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. It would be awesome if the little guy just won this, this thing. The and, every man, yeah. the hardworking, every, not that Mayweather's not. I'm just saying like, look, the hardworking yes. blue collar, whatever, scrappy motherfucker. That's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, look with Mayweather, I'm not going to say he's not hardworking. You don't get to 49 and I mean. 0. Yeah. And you know, I look, I, I've seen his training schedule. He goes oh, nights and, and all of that shit. Like. Uh, not not to put myself in that same ballpark, but like writing wise, I would go late into the night, like those hours too. And it's like, it's a weird world to come in and out of, but that's the only way to accomplish a goal within that short amount of time. Yeah. Um, Cause these books and scripts and all that shit are due same in, in a very similar time manner to fighting where you have like three months and it's like, all right, great. You're going to fucking do this and turn it in or you don't get paid. So yeah, he Mayweather works hard. Um, I'm not going to take that with him. He's just a fucking dick. Um, right. So that's what I mean is like the big guy that like has all this money, flaunts it, uses his and that's his controversy, right? That's right. the way that he gets paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is acting like he gets paid. So, you know, it's just it's is, awesome what, what the to fuck see is he doing those with that money? Two... What's he doing with that money? He got 250 for that Pacquiao fight. So that's what he owes the back taxes on. I was like, "What the fuck did you do with that money, dude?" Yeah, but if you owe twenty two million, that's mean. That means you have a fucking lot more than that. So it does that really bust why, why not, him? Why not just pay it? That, like, because fuck that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> fuck that. I'm not paying that. Yeah, because like he showed his check, and they don't. I, like what I didn't know is they don't take tech, they don't take uh, taxes out first, which. In you know entertainment, they do where you're just like, oh shit! Before you get that goddamn check, like they're taking everything out of that. It's a purse, right? So it's like, yeah. I mean, he pulled it out on stage. It's just one giant check, and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck. Um, yeah. But you know, not to go too far down that 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 rabbit hole, because like, look, look, we could I, could, I could literally talk about this for fucking hours on every show um, until the fight happens, because the... I love it and I'm well, amped should, about it now. You should touch on it a little bit because you know. It really, uh, but it I'm really sure, hits. Here's you the thing: there, there's in the there's, right place. There's three more press conferences <laughs> yeah. from here to August 26th. Yeah, I mean that that's five weeks and you three press conferences, and they're doing a, a doc on a Showtime about it. That's the, right. oh, that's the one by the way. So it is going to be on oh, Showtime. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and uh, man, and I, I still contend that they that they are hamming it up and they are doing a great, great job. Uh, look, so. I, I think it, it's all fun and games till for dudes until somebody says, "Go fuck yourself, you poor motherfucker." Something like that, yeah. Because he did say, "Dance for me, boy." Um, so eh, that, to, that's how who? it started. Uh, McGregor to to uh, Mayweather. Dance for me, boy. Yeah. What is that? Ah, it's just an old, some say a racist slang, but I don't. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, look, right. it, it got heated fast, but sure. uh, um, you know what else got heated fast? Like right after that, I was like, boom, bang. I've talked about this on the show before, how the excitement I've gotten in my life of reading all the Tarantino scripts. Oh, yes. I saw this too. He's almost done with his new one. And I'm just, they're saying he's making like last passes now. And I'm mm. like, oh boy, man. And when I heard about it, I was like, fuck you. That is awesome. Um, the, the rumor is all over the town, all over the town of Hollywood um, <laughs> that he's doing. And we've got our finger on the pulse. Yeah. That he's doing the Manson family murders as his next Ugh. movie. Um, and that's the script that he's working on. Uh, be amazing. There's also another, another rumor. Uh, that he's already met with the actors for it. Yeah, your girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend, Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. who uh, who I love. You know who the other one 
he's met with? <laughs> B Pit. Uh, no, my other girlfriend. Oh, who? Margot Robbie. Really, both your girlfriends. Both would so be. So Margot Robbie movie. would definitely be Tate. Yes. So they they've the the rumor is that he's okay. he's he's chatted with her about playing. Uh, you Sharon, definitely have a type. Sharon Tate. Um, and then <laughs> uh, with uh, J Law, she's got to be playing like. One of She's the fucking one of the Manson, hippie Manson yeah, chicks, yeah, yeah. which would be dope. Totally. Um, and then, uh, I guess, I mean, talking to Brad Pitt, is he going to play Marilyn Manson? I don't know. All I kept thinking was, it. well, it doesn't matter because he's they're going to put him in it. Like, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm just wondering what, would he play one be of Manson. the detectives? No. Ah, maybe. Because they did maybe do right. one, yeah. they did do one where Duchovny played like, the main detective right, right and it right. was from that like point of view i would like that better than if he played manson i don't want him to play Manson. i don't either i don't want to see him to play a fucking after that that gen, that that war machine yeah after war machine yeah. i don't want to see him play a fucking character anymore especially no. one like this I, all i kept thinking about was tw- uh, brad pitt and 12 monkeys so it's like maybe you know maybe, maybe he looked back at him and said yo i'll take you back to 12 monkeys days and we'll try to figure this shit out, but um, man, I I wish it was, I wish it was, some, I wish it was Sam Rockwell for Manson. Yeah. Absolutely, like but that would be the thing is dope. the problem is he's gonna have to be younger. So like you think of Manson now, sure, there's all those people that can play him, but Manson at that time was actually how, a younger. Do you, yeah, do you know how old he was? I mean, during I would those have murders? to look it up, but I think he was like. 30s maybe i mean it was he's one of those people though like we talked about tom petty where he's 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 always seemed to look old to me Mm -hmm. so i don't know well well, look isn't he fucking like 80 he's 80 now so what is that uh so what those those murders were in 69 i think uh so that would put him at man i put him at around yeah 30s put him in 30s so not young young but not brad pitt age Sam and Rockwell. not Sam Rockwell age. Sam Rockwell could pull off late 30s still, I think. I think. Yeah. I think he could. Yeah. But they might, there's probably maybe, a, you know, a whole nother world you can be looking into where you don't have to just be looking at these well, older actors. Like, it could the, be someone in their 30s. It could be. Well, here's the other Here's the other twist to it that I that I immediately thought. It could be a reimagining of it like Inglorious Bastards was of... World War Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you create your own shit. Where like, but I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but I'm excited about that. Tarantino oh, yeah. and the fucking Manson murders. Um, Holy shit! Because shit. he can do all kinds of weird st- stuff with it, and it will be amazing. Not only that, but like he can he can take some liberties. So you're right. It could be could be anything. Fucking. Yeah. I can tell you this: when that script comes out, the day it comes out, and I get sent it. I am going to fucking shite my Johns. Um, shite my Johns. I'm I'm super fucking amped about that. Uh, it, it, the other thing, I guess, the other reason why I'm amped about it is is I know we were talking about the Defiant ones on the last episode. Um, you know, I didn't after watching the Defiant ones, I didn't know that that Marilyn Manson, the singer, um, and uh, fucking uh, Nine, Nine Inch, Inch Nails, Nails recorded in. They rented that house where she got. Yeah. What so the fuck, bro? Yeah, that's where they recorded the. What was that album? But there anyways, was like two two of them. They recorded yeah, like yeah, two yeah. or three albums in that month, which is like so perfect. Of course, Boy. they were like loving finding out that that's what it was. Like that did not deter them at all, right? Like that, they were that, just that like, made it yes. more amped. They're yeah. like, yeah. They were like, man, we found this like quiet, yeah. quaint place to fucking thing we could chill mm-hmm. out with a pool and a fucking yard and they were like it's a little is that creepy the, is but... it the manson house yeah. where, where, where's your answer it was yeah. like uh yeah um <laughs> so when i saw that i was like all right and then i like after seeing that on the fine ones and then reading about tarantino's new project i was like okay cool so you know that house is still there i mean you know they'll go back to the shoot at that fucking house of like, course they will you don't think anybody owns it now do you i think someone has to own it who well, somebody owns it, but they don't live in it. No, I don't think so. Would you live in that house? No. Yeah, would be fucked up, wouldn't it? No, that would be fucked up. Like, yeah. I don't like that yeah, fucking that'd be really weird fucked shit. Up. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, creepy. That was creepy and gruesome and like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, 
Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Would no. you live there? No, I wouldn't live there. Okay. Well, no, I wouldn't live there. <laughs> okay. Would I record an album there? Maybe. Like, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, but you have they to live there for there. fucking yeah. three months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, right. or however long you're it right. takes you to record an album. Um, I kind of also seeing that movie, like, in uh, going back to Marilyn Manson, that album, like, it was kind of good. It was like dope show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, look, so it was, it, uh, it was kind of like, good. Yeah, like, they were, they were fucking they were great. Pretty amazing musicians. Yeah, yeah. So as weird as they were, whatever you think about Marilyn Manson, and I, I think it's all an act. But you know, and they, they look, they allude, they, they said it in the Defiant Ones, where Troy yeah. was like, "Look, we were fucking pushing it on purpose." So, um, you know, I, I think in all of this stuff, like, uh, but the look, the music was great. Yeah. Even like listening to it again, you're just like, shit. And and for that montage that they did, it was just like, yes. Yeah. And like, I I still feel, you know, right now, currently in that crop of like, I guess you would classify as heavy metal, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, There's nobody cool doing shit like that right now. No. Like that inventive and new and fresh. And it's like, um, yeah. I, that's what I loved about that fucking documentary series was just like all of that shit that was going on was new and fresh and exciting. It made and... me kind of depressed though, in Why? a way. Because, because you think it's we'll never... all over. It's all over. The records and the like selling the CDs and the record companies and like yeah. discovering artists and fighting for them and, you know, renting a house and like recording your big album. Like, it just seems all gone. Well, you look at like, you know, Chance the Rapper is a perfect example of he is what today's artist is. He's independent, won't sign with a label, makes all of his money off of uh, DistroKid and SoundCloud and shit like that. And it's like, that's great. It is. But, but you know, on the flip side of that, you don't have a label anymore who's going right. to say, hey, man, we're going to rent you a house. We're going to do this shit. But I, I can say... It's so hard because I look at, you know, fucking what we've worked with some, we worked with a musician on uh 50 can of call girl, big musician. Yes. And he said, you know, he had a gigantic hit song, mm-hmm. sold 6 million fucking albums or whatever it was. And he goes, dude, and I go on a world it. tour. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes, I go on a world tour and I come back and they send me a bill for $900,000 from the label. And he's just like, yeah. You always for like, listen, recording I, time, studio time, all that shit. And it's just like, ugh. I know it wasn't great for the artist. Like, I, I know. But there's well, some, some of them it was. Some of them it was. But I know it, like, some of it was. The climate was getting really horrible for them, which is why it is the way it is now. But it just seemed like uh, I always yeah. feel that Same. way, though. I'm Same here. like, I told you, I suffer from nostalgia where it's like, I'm always a little bit behind the stuff that I think is like cool. I don't I don't suffer from nostalgia and again we've had this conversation I don't suffer from it I just it is really hard to make something new and inventive and creative and get it out there to a, a mass audience without some fucking giant engine behind you and yeah. that like to to a certain extent that has been my biggest career problem for me personally is it's not that I'm like not the fucking best it's just getting it out there in front of a gajillion people to be like, ah, oh, shit, this is awesome. And like watching the Defiant Ones with like Dr. Dre, like I didn't know he that, that nobody would buy the fucking Chronic album. Like crazy, right? Crazy. And like you know, I'm I have fuck a million scripts and shit and all of this stuff. And like it's always project by project. You never know. This next project that comes out, shit, that could be the one. I I don't know, um, but I, I do know this. I'm stuck in that. Not I guess st- we don't. I'm not stuck in the world. Like I'm not stuck, and I don't want to say it like that. I've I've made my own choice, much much like the musicians of today to do this shit on my own. Where, I, you know, I could be fucking. I could have stayed and auditioned for goddamn Suicide Squad and all that stupid shit. Um, but I didn't choose to do that. I choose to do this path because I think it's the correct one. Um, I, I but I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I guess I don't know I'm just right like answer. where. A time when there could be like purveyors of taste that would be like like Jimmy Iovine that would be like this person, they're the one you know like these these people that right. that nurtured artists' talent and made them you know what I mean? Well, like I, like someone that knew what was fucking cool and what was gonna break and like fought for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I, I don't know if that's the right. Well, I, I think today your Jimmy Iovines um, are, they don't recognize the power they have and they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. They're not really trying to, they're not excited or interested in breaking new talent. Because it's not going to make them a shit ton of money. Right. And so that's you, you taken take, out of the equation. Therefore, there's not that mutual, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't both get something from it. Right. Um, so uh, like, that's like, taken out. So the, the landscape is different. That's what I mean. It's just like, I'm always just like, oh. so, you know, the six Stevie, you know, Stevie Nicks is like hanging out in Tom Petty's basement. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that whole idea that all of the greatest are just like steps away from each other and like in this club making this cool music. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just, I think now the people that are in power or in control aren't, aren't, aren't using it correctly. Most of them, like, right. you know, like comedy wise. Right. The only one who can make a comedy, a great comedy movie right now and, and push it through a studio and not go through a million rewrites and all that shit is Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow's doing stand-up right now. Stand-up. Stand-up. And because it's, he can. And that's what he wants to do. Yeah. But you, you take a guy like Jimmy Iovine, who was just out there, who was just like, man, I've got to fucking... It is going to tear me apart if I don't put new, awesome, cool shit out into the world. Right. Like, that, that's what I got out of, out of that. Where it's just like, dude, Judd Apatow has that kind of power where... He could be fucking gassing out brand new comedies and breaking new people and doing all this shit. He's, he's not. Um, what about the well, the big sick? Apparently. The bit, he was a producer on it, right? But so, but that movie got to where it was because Judd, Ap- Judd Apatow put his name on it because he believed in it. It, it did. So that's the exact thing that you it actually but one, say that one he pro- should be doing. But one project every three. No, years you're right. You're right. You're right. Isn't enough. But like, you can't like saturate your brand either. You can't be like Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow. Like you do have to choose projects that are going to be you do. the best for. But what 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 did he do before that? Is is my my point? Like the small thing. I didn't think he did. I thought Trainwreck he, was was Trainwreck his. It was his, but he had a big hand in that. That wasn't right. just like I'm going to put my name on this for you guys to help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what he did with the big sick. He wasn't on fucking set. Like. So I, I would say once every two years now yeah. is what he's putting on a movie, and it's and that's not enough. No, yeah, it's not enough for the world because it's like you know, you and I know the slate of comedies that's coming out and all the shit. It's it's a it's going to be a fucking disaster for yeah. comedy for a long time, which sucks. Um, you that's know, why I'm so dramatic. Into, like, yeah. Dramatic. Too, where it's like uh, dramatic uh, dramas are a little different because they're time consuming and the, the big guys in drama, it takes them a long fucking time to make it. So like you take uh, my favorite dramatic director besides Tarantino, obviously I fucking love Tarantino. Um, but besides him is probably Christopher Nolan. Okay. He puts out something fucking dope once every two years because it takes him two fucking years to make right. a goddamn movie. Right. All the special effects and all the crazy shit in his movies. It's like, right. Jesus, man, I, he probably wants to kill himself after every, every one of these fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, comedy wise, like, fuck, I, you know, Scorsese, these guys like. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spielberg. Um, yeah. It, it just takes more people in power to either give other people power mm-hmm. and help them and bring them along, or it takes them themselves to keep making shit. But, I, you know, you're right to a certain extent of like, Judd Apatow has earned the right to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. He um, is, but you're also right that like he should be. <laughs> I know. Be, he should be this like, like I said, well, you know, whatever. He does it. He does it with girls. He did it with the show called Love yep. on Netflix. Yep. So like he actually does do a lot of projects like that. So I don't want to actually say that, but it isn't stuff that you would like. It's not com- it's not true comedy where it's like, right. you know. So he's fuck. always been a little bit outside the, you know, outside the normal comedy box. He's always kind of been I, you go back a little bit more of emotional. Like cable guy and uh, Anchorman, and I mean, fuck, man, yeah, Forty Year Old Virgin, super bad. Like those are the to me, those are true comedies. Seeing like you know a fucking I like Trainwreck was exactly to me what it was, but um, a Trainwreck, but <laughs> um, 
But like the big sick and like this is 40 and shit like that. It's yeah. like, you know, I feel like I'm living in real real life where it's yeah. just like you're, I want to see fucking cool shit, man. I want right. to see, uh, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen. We are a house shit. divided on that. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and girl, you will like this though, because I just read an article about him and uh, he did say that his most polarizing figure that he's broken was, uh, you know, broken out was, uh-huh. was Lena Dunham. Most polarizing figure. Now that's not a compliment, right? It depends, because it, it, it polarizing just divides people. Like you either love them or hate them, and okay, for her. So then, yes, it's just a yeah, it's just a statement, really. Yeah. So, uh, I, and I, I would look looking back at his career, I'd say that's true. I, I, I can't remember anybody. Who no, was, he doesn't. Nobody else is, is her. No, nobody. Everyone else is like mostly beloved. Yeah. That he's like broken out, like maybe Jonah Hill for a second, but he's, no, did he do Jonah Hill? Yeah. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. 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 No, so maybe J- Jonah, Jonah Hill for yeah. a second, but Jonah, he's back. He's beloved. No, nobody's really disliked no. Jonah Hill. Like, I, you know. He had a little second, right? Where he was like yeah. being a dick to people and yeah, he had yeah, to like yeah. apologize a couple times and shit, but like he's figured well, it the, out. The weird thing is, J- Jonah, I, he, he, look, he could be the smartest guy on the planet. Uh, seeing that comedy was going nowhere and he switched to dramas, you know? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, who knows? Who knows, man? Um, but uh, the other thing about fucking movies I wanted to bring up because we, we, it's so weird. Like, all of this shit is coming full circle and I feel like we talk about it like two days before it actually happens and it's like, Jesus Christ. So, we, we talked about the, the meetings for the book uh, from, from Matt Best's book and about that fucking agent literally laughing in our faces about like yeah you can't play yourself which um, is crazy but yeah but it it, it wasn't surprising and like, yeah um but our buddy a buddy of ours a mutual friend of ours uh a- Alex Scarlatos uh who was um one of the Paris uh terrorist attack stoppers mm-hmm. uh, he stopped that 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 train that five seventeen to Paris um. Uh, Clint Eastwood just announced that all of them are going to play themselves in the in the movie. Fucking crazy, dude! I lost my mind. Um, and it's look, I'm I'm happy for Alec. That's great. Um, he's a, totally. It's just like such a bold was, move. Yeah, I look put him in range fifteen. He's done uh, our sister show, Drinking Bros, with us numerous times. Um, good for him. It's fucking rad. It's just so crazy that like literally. We just had somebody laugh in our face about a fucking veteran playing himself, and then Clint Eastwood's like, "Ah, fuck it." We're, we're if anyone can do it, veterans. Yeah, yeah it's if like anyone can do it. Shit, man. Um, so it's uh, uh <laughs> man, <laughs> it's, just, it, it's just fucking wild to to wake up and be like, "Man, I I was just in this meeting for this, and like." Yeah, literally wrote a book about I a was veteran. Told, and yeah, I that was the told, veteran can't play himself. Uh huh. And I was told that that doesn't happen, and that they we don't do that. And that literally was just the lead in in a movie that was the highest grossing independent film of 2016. Uh, crazy, 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 crazy. So uh, there is some great people like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, who are doing it. So yeah. fucking a. Yeah, good, because good you got to do something different with it, right? You can't just tell the story again, like. What what else can you do? Let's put the real people. You got to put something. And, yeah. what, and what they did was, and this is cool. This is, I mean, this has got to be the coolest thing ever. They So they're stacking the cast with other actors around them. Perfect. Very similar to what I did in Range Perfect. 15. Uh, Jenna Fisher is going to be in it okay. um, from The Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy Greer, who we love. Love Judy Greer. From? Um, come on. Judy Greer's been in fucking goddamn everything. Californication was what I, I was one of my faves of hers. Um, my personal fan fave of Judy. Oh, Greer. oh, and she's like still hot. Yeah, still yeah, yeah. got it. Sin still got City. it, but it's like yeah, she's been in. Okay, 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 okay. A million things. I see her. I see her in my mind. But I my favorite her. character was was when she played the prostitute on a uh, Californication uh, for Hank. She just kept coming back. She was just always the cool prostitute. Oh yes, okay, like, yes. Um, so they they are stacking the cast with with people around them and. Uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, someone else. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. I'm amped for them, um, and I'm amped for that project. That's sweet. Yeah, and they're they're gonna. Well, then sh- there's maybe some hope. <laughs> I, one sliver out there. Good hey, for them. 
Hey, maybe, maybe fucking, we'll see. Fucking Alec, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Here's a fun fact about that fucking. Since we're talking about it, here's a fun fact about that. Uh, they were with, they were with CAA. They were having a hard time shopping that project. Mm-hmm. After this, we did a couple shows together. After the show was over, he was like, "Hey, man, can you can you help out with this?" And I was like, "Where did they send this?" And they did CAA had sent it out a lot of places. Um, it didn't get picked up for whatever reason. Uh, they said, fuck it, fired CAA, hired a lawyer, and then took it up on their own. And they, just them and this lawyer sold this project. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, Smart. you want to talk about, I know, but it's, talk cr- about that never happens. Of, yeah, talk about getting rid happens. of all the purveyors of taste, Boy. which agents are supposed to be. No, they're the worst. The, they're, they're the, the worst, worst. But, um, but I, I, I will say this, I cannot wait to wake up tomorrow morning and make these calls and be like, hey guys, uh, so remember that little thing yeah. we met about last week? Uh, Just um, Conor McGregor their ass? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because now, now you have no excuse. Like now you, it's like, all right, cool. Because um, Matt's a fucking bona fide actor too. So it's, right. it's, uh, it's going to be pretty funny. Right. Really looking forward to these convos. <laughs> Get hyped up. I know. <laughs> no, I, f- I feel. Watch I, that I, press conference again. <laughs> I feel good about it. Uh, I'm, I'm just amped that we're not talking about Russia. You know? Yeah. Jesus There's no Christ. point. There's no I, point. So fucking. I, again, could care less. We're over it. The election was fucking nine months ago. Yeah. I don't. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Uh, I also. I don't care about Hillary's emails anymore. I don't care about Russia anymore. I don't, I don't care. care about any of it. It's over. It's over. It's fucking nine months ago. Um, last, lastly, by the way, and we're, uh, this might be a little super heavy Hollywood episode, but it, uh, again, the defined ones and all that shit, they're doing a documentary on Spielberg. Really? Yeah. yeah that he's like, he's a part of, and he's going to, who's doing it. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. HBO. Uh, yeah, it is HBO. Oh, if HBO's it doing it. It is HBO. Forget it, yeah. dude. Um, but it's like, dude, does he just direct himself in that or? Um, how do no. you, <laughs> how'd you know. like to Can sit he, down? Yeah, is he going to sit in the edit? No. I don't know. Yeah. I, what, what do you, what do you do no, if you're the director opposite him? I would fucking shit my pants. If somebody said, Hey man, if HBO called me and said, Hey Ross. Yeah. Like, does he pick the person? For your next project. Yeah. We want you to, to direct this, uh, uh, fucking movie. Um, little doc. Right. Uh, oh, no bigs. Who's it on? Steven Spielberg. Oh. You would be second guessing every shot. You'd be second guessing all oh. your lighting. You'd be oh. second guessing your edits, your music, your score. I like. Uh. Okay, then is it going to be somebody like a fucking like Ron Howard? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. someone that you, you would. It would have to be right. Yeah, because it it couldn't be a fucking like up and coming new anybody. They would shit would be coming down their pant leg. It just got announced uh, okay. right who, now. Who um, it? it says, "Oh, it's going to be produced by uh, oh, okay. di- no directed by yeah directed and produced by uh, Emmy winning documentarian Susan Lacey." Um, what else did she do? Don't know. Does it say? I don't know. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to scroll, but uh, she's gonna mm. look. She's gonna do it, but whew, good wow. on you, good on you, Susan. Yeah, um, boy, she's I would not. Be... <laughs> you know he's gonna have final pass at that, right? Um, is it? It's not. I got. You got to go into the edit on that. You have to. I don't know if he does. If it was your documentary about your life, wouldn't you want to control every aspect of it? I think I would want to control every aspect before shooting. So, which he probably knows this, is like you get the best person yep. for the job. You do all of your prep first, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to look at her stuff. He's going to talk to her first. He's going to, you know, and then you go. And Oof. then you just go. You have to. Can't Man. get into that fucking craziness. It's about yourself. Like you can't objectively. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's smart enough, and I think he's old enough that if he was a younger man, maybe. 
but I think he's he's been doing it long enough that he knows to do your pre-production, hardcore pre-production, and then you're good. Boy, man, that, that I would... Uh, it's a job you don't turn down, but it's also sure. a job that you fucking shit your pants for two years on, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. no. This, is, this is the big one. This is the big one. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you know he'll have the best fucking guest of all time, you know, acting-wise, to come and do that documentary, too. Oh, my God. Cruise. Dude, the access that they'll get to uh, shit. So, like, footage, behind-the-scenes footage. Like, that's what he'll also do. Very, probably very, like, very similar to the Jimmy Iovine thing. Totally. Like, the stuff that they were able to get. Boy. Unbelievable. It's almost like, like there's some stuff in that documentary that it's the first time you're ever seeing that behind the scenes. And that's crazy. This this day and age, that's pretty hard to find. It's hard to find like a behind the scenes of like Petty or something that you haven't seen yet or Stevie Nicks that you haven't seen. You know, like, don't you feel like you've seen all of that one place or another, all of their behind the scenes, like studio work and all of that, like. It's crazy to see that there's more stuff out there yeah, that you yeah. haven't seen. Yeah. I, 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 and I felt that way when I saw Cocksucker Blues, the Rolling Stones movie that's been banned in America and never been seen here. Oh, and, I've uh, not seen it. Really? No. Oh, boy. The hurricane, whatever, hurricane. What? Yeah, Crossfire Hurricane. Crossfire Hurricane was, I mean, raunchy enough. Yeah, you saw a little D&B. Yeah, man. Mi- mixed balls. Minute one. Not only that, but he's uh, just fucking doing coke off of a knife off of a fucking switchblade um right oh. before the show oh, like, yeah it was amazing uh the the access they fucking had on that goddamn thing um, insane but cocksucker blues is a whole nother level where i've not what's the deal with you that physically see both of them fucking girls on a private jet um together where you're just like what <laughs> what is going on why was it not that that reason so, um and, th- and they had nothing to do with the making of that mick you and, know and th- there was th- th- mick always wanted to do movies so he had this thing to do documentary or whatever the problem was the cut that came out was like so graphic that it was just like hey guys this will ruin your life um but it, so they they banned it and it was only released in like europe and uh I mean, they, they show him shoot Keith Richards shooting up um, like over and over again. And like, um, it was just fucking crazy. Holy shit. Locking himself in bathrooms, uh, playing these riffs. And like, he'd always carry around this uh, tape recorder because he would nod out. He would get so fucked up on heroin, he would forget what he was playing. So oh, the next morning, he had a tape recorder of everything that he played. And it was just like, it's satisfaction. It's like the opening riffs of satisfaction. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So, I mean, it was awesome to see. And at the time I got it, uh, I only had a VCR tape of it. And um, we had to give it back to this person. My, one of my best friends was working um, for this huge music video director at the time. And she was just like, I want, I want this video to be like cocksucker blues and crazy or whatever. She was like, somebody get me a copy of it. My roommate was in charge of getting this copy of it for so anyway she was like i want it on my fucking desk so they he you know they they had, through production somehow tracked it down um and it got overnighted i want to say from germany um but it was oh my it, god yeah, and it came in the middle of the night so it came at like 8 30 at night like the, the the ups guy knocked on the door and was just like hey i've got this you know and we signed for it and it was just in one single solitary vcr tape of cocksucker blues and it was just like and it, it wasn't it didn't have to be on this woman's desk till like 9 a.m the next morning so i mean we were waiting tracking the package like it was like waiting for christmas and uh and we stayed up and watched cocksucker blues and we were like oh my god we watched it like twice in a row and then we had to give this one solitary copy back i mean i was trying to go to to find a a, a place that was open in la to get a copy made and then but back back then it was like i want to say 2000 2001 or 2002 when I watched it, I was like, man, 
I went in and they were like, it's going to be like 12 hours. Or I called. That's what I, I called. And they were like, it's going to be 12 hours. And I was just like, oh, it's 8.30 now. It's due <laughs> on the desk at 9. God. Uh, could I make it there when I have a copy? And like, <laughs> it was like my buddy didn't want to get fired. And yeah. Uh, anyways, long as we, we, we got to watch it a couple times. That's your was, dream. Oh, you know uh, me. You a know band, me. A band music doc. You know me. Uh, you Christmas. know me so well. Anyways, I was just looking at this lady. She looks like a mom. Which? which, which? This is Susan Lacey. She okay. looks like an older mom. Okay. Um, But she did like Bob Dylan, No Direction Home, mm. and American Masters of like everybody. I got you, got you, got you. Okay. So she's done like B.B. King, Joan Rivers. Um, I like those American like, Masters. All right. She's, yeah. She's yeah, good. So, okay. Is well, she good enough? It depends on what direction you're going in. No. If you're going in the American Masters direction, then, then that's yeah. the right choice. All right. Because if it's just going to be him and clips and, you know, whatever. But I mean, look, I this Defiant one's changed the fucking game. I would get... No, if someone was doing a documentary on me, yeah. I would get the whoever did the Defiant. Like the problem I would get is everyone from the Defiant. Watching ones. that doc, I can tell you, to a man, or a, or a woe man, that it, that was probably two years of editing, for sure. So, I, for I, sure, and it was a lot of sh- shooting as well. Boy, uh, like, yeah, they, like. Even for those interviews, those all those different. Can you imagine interviews. trying to line up those interviews of all those rock oh, stars. Fuck off, dude. God, Springsteen, Bono, it. Petty, Eminem. It would take you that long Dr. just Jure. to get all yeah. of them on camera. When did NWA the movie come out? Was it last summer? Yes. I think it was. I think it was. Two, I think it was two years ago. It was two years ago. Um. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe three years. They, I think they've been, they've probably working on, on that doc for three years. For sure. To be honest with you. For sure. Um, but with that, we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, the revolutionary figure of the day is a, is a man named Sidney Scheinberg. Um, born January 14th, 1935. Uh, as an American lawyer and entertainment executive. Uh, served as the president and COO of MCA and Universal Studios. Um he is credited with discovering Steven Spielberg. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so, oh. <laughs> I sound like, uh, the guy, the guy I from, sound like Susan Lacey. Yeah. Dateline. <laughs> oh. oh. Wow. Um, Isn't that great for him? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So he did That it. ties it all together because then that's somebody that discovered someone and yeah, that shit doesn't happen anymore. I know. Okay, I know. I'm, I'm going down a depressed route today. I'm sorry, you guys. That's fine. But I, was, I got. It was, it was a great I got show nostalgic. Tonight. Yeah, it's a great show tonight. I like. I don't mind getting nostalgic about shit. I just, uh, you know, it's hard. I'm not always like that. Like I'm. I some. If I get into it, I'll be like, ah, man, it used to be so fucking cool. But for the most part. You know, things are it's, it's not, things are good. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm no, look, great. Things are fine. <laughs> you know, but but to, and, and this will be the last. Thi- the, like I don't know. We'll put a cap on this nostalgia thing for you. If you go back to the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, up until the nineties, I would say, um, don't mess with the nineties. Exactly, and the, the, even to like the first half of the two thousands. Yep. I don't think shit got really stale. It seems like or boring. Are fucking too precious, snowflakey wise for like the last ten years. Um, uh, I, each decade, you were doing something different. Something different was happening in music. Something different was happening in film, and then music and film. And the last, I would say, within the last ten years, it's just kind of rehashed. It's kind of boring. It's kind of fucking. Um, you know, I, I think almost in a way, music wise. It's going to take these guys, like I was saying, like Chance or fucking Young Thug, or these guys to make their own shit. It's going to take a bunch of people to get us out of that funk and make cool shit again. Um, and also, I'm still waiting for another fucking, I know we've, we've talked about this before, still waiting for another cool rock band. There's got to be some kids in a garage somewhere fucking dreaming up or playing the next cool shit somewhere. Yeah, but um, what's but, their incentive? But like movies-wise, you know, it was the same way. Like, dude, uh, you know, 60s had great shit. 70s is where you were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, all the 80s movies are still awesome and hold up. Right. Um, 
90s, it was still fun and, you know, you still had some fun shit. And then it just kind of, you know, veered off into remakes and all that other shit. It's going to take somebody cool out there to make cool shit, which, look, I, I'm fucking trying to carry that goddamn shovel up, up, the, up the hill for... Up the fucking poop hill. For the last 10 years. So I, I, it, it, is it me or somebody else? Who knows? I, I don't know. I can say that I'm trying, and I know there's a lot of people out there trying. We'll see, we'll see what happens or who breaks out of this shit. Uh, but the only one that's different to me is, t- is television, by the way. Where, um, you know, because I, I want to make a point that not everything is, oh, is shitty now. TV is the best oh, it's ever been. Killing. The best it has ever been. And like, dude, we are living in that's the best the possible now. age of television. I just saw a fucking trailer for Stranger Things 2 today. And I was just like, oh, oh yeah. shit. Oh, um, yeah. That's where the cool shit's fucking going yeah. down. So I, look, that's I, where the money is. Now, listen, I know you follow know. the money. Uh, you're yeah. going to find the cool uh, it's shit. True. It's, true. it's true. You know, because you need you need incentive. What are you hungry for? Nothing like come on. Are you? What are you hungry like the Dick Wolf? Yeah. What are you? What are you hungry for? Fucking whatever. Um. Yeah. Puff, but I, puff pastry. Yeah. No. But, you want to get fucking paid. I know. That's what you dream. That's where your dreams. Like, uh, look, if you can, if you can get paid for making cool shit, that's the that's the dream. Um, exactly. But, but t- television so, wise, right now we are living in the fucking golden age. So enjoy it because this is exactly. this is the best it's ever been. I thought, like looking back on all the, uh, like the decades. 80s was kind of fucking, it was like, uh, TV-wise. They were like, meh. So it, was, it was some good sitcoms and shit like that. Right. Um, you know, 90s started getting a little better. Uh, you know, and then your friends and all that other. Yeah. All that other stuff. Now, you know, fuck, man. Sopran- what Sopranos? Ki- I think Sopranos kicked it off where it was just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And now we're in the this danger is zone. Where, of, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So TV is fucking rad. Yeah. Uh, movies and music need to catch up. That's that's about it. What so was I, that? Snowfall? Snowfall's the new shit. fucking jam too, you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should watch that on FX the other night. Got All the right. that was good. Fucking A. So there is cool shit going there, on. You're right. Uh, it just needs to, uh, movies and, and music need to fucking catch up is Again, all. there's no money in those. Well. So there's well, not going to be. There are a few people still making money. Not off cool shit. Movies. Not off cool eh, shit. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm we'll not going to. I'm not going to completely shit on it, and I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hold out hope. Okay, I like um, that optimism. I really do, and I think that's a great place to leave the leave the audience. Yes, and I by, by the on way, positivity I, and books wise, like shit. I didn't oh, think I get true. to. I didn't. I, I never in a million years. It's another area. Did I, I ever get to dream that I'd be doing this type of crazy shit? Because if you look at a night she cries, the age of podcast. I mean, shit, you guys. That's yeah. where the cool stuff is. Podcast books, is dope. Podcast and books TV. are dope. Like, dude, there is still people taking chances out there. Because again, a night she cries while you rise to see one of the craziest fucking things ever. They let us and a bunch of actors do the fucking shit. The 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 audio book. Um, which is that never happens. Um, and then with M- Matt's book coming out, like, God damn it, man. Um, that, that is super aggressive. So there is, there, there is some cool shit, some cool shit going on. Uh, but for the Jables, who is super uncool, I am what? Ross Patterson. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm the fucking coolest motherfucker <laughs> you're ever going to meet. And you know that's true. What are you fucking new to this? Shit. Shit. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.